Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have tremendous news for you. Football has been back for quite a while, right? And Bet Online continues to be the number one source for all your football betting needs this season. We're talking player news, game trends, matchup info, latest odds, and hey, it's your continued source for all sports wagering info. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. NHL, MLB, right? MMA, tennis, boxing, golf, and everything in between, and I, yes, college football and the NFL. It's all there for you. All you have to do is head on over to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. You'll receive your rewards. Again, 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit with BetOnline where the game starts. It's always ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carvel in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab their pumpkin cakes, along with a four-pack of Little Screamers. Carvel is open seven days a week, Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934, and now offering pumpkin spice soft serve to go along with pumpkin cakes and those four packs of Screamers. Happy Halloween! from ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, rate, and review. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube page, Mike L Sports, and follow me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. We are brought to you by our great friends at Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Camillus Golf Club, Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual, New York State, and Jam and Beats. Hey, if you've got that private event, right, a 16-year-old birthday party, maybe your wedding, uh, maybe a retirement party, whatever you need, Jam and Beats can take care of you with the best DJs in town. Jamie and the team doing a great job. You can find them at cnyjb.com. That's cnyjb.com. And I do want to throw a tip of the cap thank you to friends of the platter, the Swan and Whitaker families, the Alonzo family, Daryl Aber, and Bob Lindsley, and our title sponsor, Stanley Law Offices, together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. All right, this is an off-season podcast on the L.A. Dodgers. Just an incredibly frustrating, if you're a Dodger fan, uh, end of the season, disappointing. In a way, it was shocking, right? I mean, this is a team that won 111 games, right? They departed abruptly, shockingly, right? And when you don't win the World Series, right, it's like Freddie Freeman says, man, 80 games won, 120 games won, it doesn't matter, it's just disappointment. What what happens next to this team, right? Before I get into that, they got a lot of free agent moves and decisions to make, man, they really do. Um, but I'm going to review some of the things that, that, that happened, okay? They had a franchise record win total, okay, trailed only the 1906 Cubs for the most victories in NL history. They clinched the division 21 games still to play. Their offense posted the best OPS and WRC plus in the majors. The pitching staff, yeah, boasted the best ERA and whip in the sport. The Dodgers led the majors in both runs scored and runs allowed, uh, finishing the season with a plus 334 run dif- differential, which is absurd. It was 154 runs better than the next closest team. Okay. And they played the Padres in the postseason. They beat them 14 times in the regular season. Um, 
and outscored him by 62 runs in the regular season, right? And it was just a, a brutal, brutal, brutal end of the season. Um, you know, they still had a deep pitching staff despite losing Walker Bueller and and, and, and a deep bullpen despite losing, you know, Daniel Hudson. Um, you know, this is a team that boasts MVPs all over the place, a great lineup. Mookie Betts, Will Smith, Justin Turner, Chris Taylor, uh, you know, Freddie Freeman, all these guys. Betts went two for 14. Smith went three for 16. Turner, Justin went two for 13. They have Trey Turner, by the way, as well. Chris Taylor went 0 for 7 with five strikeouts, right? Just not good. They hit 227 as a team in the NLDS. Horrible. Um, now, this is a team that's used to crushing people, right? The Dodgers played only 31 run games going 16 and 14 in those games. And then when the calendar flips to October, this team folded like a cheap tent, right? I mean, that's that's all there is to it. And, you know, they had some blunders during the Padres series, things that could have been corrected, um, miscommunication, you know, in, in a lot of spots as well. And so now you look at it and you wonder here, right? Because this juggernaut that spends, what, nearly $300 million in payroll, and they have all these big names, and I mean, let's face it, Trevor Bauer, they signed him. He hasn't even sniffed the field because of his off-season, uh, you know, problems, uh, off-the-field problems, rather. Um, you know, Walker Bueller getting hurt and all that. Clayton Kershaw, you know, all these high-payroll guys, man. Mookie Betts, they trade for him, sign him. Uh, you get Freddie Freeman in the off-season. I mean, they got guys all over the place. And, you know, you, you, you just look at it, and you're kind of looking at big picture here with this current run with the Dodgers, right? I mean, you think about all these divisions that they've won in a row, right? I mean, they've won the division every single year, um, you know, going back here, uh, except 2021, uh, they've won the division every single year going all the way back to 2013. I mean, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 2020, and 2022, they've won nine division titles since 2013, okay? There's only one year, and the Giants surprised us all last year and won the NL West. That's the only year that the Dodgers haven't won the damn, the damn division, okay? And as far as pennants are concerned, right, they've won three, 2017, 18, and 20. World Series are concerned, only one, and it was in 2020. And oh, by the way, that was the 60-game shortened season because of corona, right? And baseball, you know, couldn't get off their asses and figure out what the hell to do. They're freaking Manfred and his gang, freaking bunch of morons. They could have uh, come back uh, right away, no fans in the stands, and played baseball and taken center stage while there was no uh, other sport going on. So um, the Dodgers have got a lot to think about in the offseason because this is becoming, uh, to use Michael Wilbon of PTI's, you know, dynasty of one uh, statement, uh, which I find hilarious when he uses it with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, the reality is... <laughs> The Dodgers are pretty much a dynasty of one. They're, they're, they're a bigger example of dynasty of one than in the NFL. It's harder to win in the NFL, right? Uh, I know that there's more playoff rounds than ever before in both sports. I know, you know, all that sort of thing. But when you're the Dodgers and you can blow a ton on payroll, right, you always have a, a distinct advantage because you can go out and get a big-time player. Uh, now, look, I realize that despite saying that, that people don't understand out there at the same time that despite all the big payroll teams and all that, revenue sharing has worked in Major League Baseball. Parity, right? We hear about those, oh, it's always the Yankees and the Dodgers and the... No, it's not. And if you look at World Series winners, the Yankees haven't been to the World Series since 2009, okay? They have one of the highest payrolls in baseball. They're not spending money right in in, 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 in the right areas, right? Um, the Dodgers, 
they have an extremely high payroll. The New York Mets folded like a cheap tent at the end of the season. They couldn't beat the Cubs, couldn't beat the Braves, and then they bowed out early in the playoffs, right? That was that was an 100-plus win team that just completely shriveled in the big moments, you know? I, I So despite all that, despite the, the high payrolls and all this, these teams... You know, we've had we've had different World Series winners a hell of a lot more than we have uh, NFL Super Bowl winners since since 2000. I mean, if you think about it, the Yankees were the last team to repeat as World Series champions in 2000, right? We've had the Patriots in a 20-year span since then, right, go to nine Super Bowls and win six of them. That's going to the Super Bowl half the time. That is not parity when you talk strictly in terms of championship teams. It's not parity. And it seems as though now... You know, and again, the Brady Belichick era is over and all that. But but then you had Brady and Belichick and the Patriots. You always had the Steelers. You always had the Colts. You always had the Ravens. You always, I mean, it was a lot of the same teams. Now we're getting some of that with the Chiefs and and others. I mean, look, we had the Seahawks for a long time. It, it was a lot of the regular teams that were you know showing up. The Saints were routinely a title contender. Um, you know. That's not the case in Major League Baseball. You may use the argument, oh, well, you know, uh, uh, I, I, I think uh, it, it, it's, it's top-heavy. It's down five, six uh, teams that can really, uh, you know, re- re- really get it done. But really, that's not true because the Braves won the World Series last year. The Royals have won a World Series since 2000. The Marlins have won a World Series. The Rockies have been to a World Series. Um, you know, we've had many different winners, right? I mean, we've had the Yankees, we've had the Phillies, we've had the Braves, we've had the Red Sox four times, we've had, uh, you know, the Cardinals a couple of times, we've had the Giants three times in those even years in 2010, 12, and 14. So uh, parity reigns, I would say, uh, more in baseball in the postseason, uh, you know, with more teams in there and having a chance and all that than it does the NFL. You know, the regular season, you can stomp on teams as the Dodgers proved this year. The Yankees have been doing it for, you know, a few years now. You know, they they win 100 games, 99 games, 101 games, whatever. They have nothing to show for it in the playoffs. This Dodger team is, again, to use Michael Wilbon's trademark here, a dynasty of one. They really are. Now, are they successful? Yeah, they win divisions. Three pennants is still something to, I guess, be proud about. But this has been going on here for 9, 10 years, right? This has been going on with High Payroll, Dave Roberts, Magic Johnson, and the ownership group. I mean, come on. This Dodgers team, you know, winning the pennant is a big deal. Okay, it is. And I love when people say in, in, in you know, late August and September, late September, oh, the pennant chase. It's not a pennant chase. The pennant is won uh, in the postseason. The pennant used to be won in the regular season. That was back when baseball had eight or nine, ten teams in each freaking league. And when you beat everybody else out, you immediately went to the World Series. There weren't the wild card rounds, the a, the AL and NLDSs. There wasn't you know league championship series. It was Brooklyn Dodgers, New York Yankees, New York Giants, New York Yankees. Right? I mean, you won the Cardinals, Red Sox. You 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 basically oust the other teams. You know, in the regular season, you play the regular season to win the pennant, and then when you win the pennant, you're immediately in the World Series. That's not how it is now. A pennant chase isn't in mid-September, late September. The pennant chase happens in the postseason. You got to get in. You know, before you use the regular season to get, you know, a pennant and then end up in the World Series. I still think the pennant's a big deal. I like the word pennant. I think it has a lot of tradition and heritage. Um, you know, and, and the Dodgers do have three of those during this tenure. That's nice. That's nice. But I feel like they should have more. I feel like they should have maybe four or five pennants in a 10-year stretch 
And then if you're in the World Series more, you play the numbers game and you probably win one more World Series, right? But I feel like in a nine, 10 year period with the payroll, the players, the resources, the scouting, right? I mean, Andrew Friedman in the front office, I mean, they, they you know, they got a great farm system. They've had one. They play a lot of young players despite trading for superstars and signing superstars, bets, Freeman, et cetera, right? Despite all of that, you know, I, I feel like they should have more. Um, you know, there aren't many teams that can say that, you know, that they have what the Dodgers have. Despite all that stuff that looks great, you know, they've only got three pennants and one World Series. And, you know, they have a lot to look at in the offseason, this Dodger group. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, when you look at the free agent situation, right? I mean, you know, we'll 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 see what happens in, in terms of who's back. Um, but you got you got a lot of you got a lot of guys who are free agents, man. Trey Turner's a free agent, Clayton Kershaw has noted that he'll probably be back. Andrew Freeman says, you know, we'll plan on him pitching here next year. I hope he pitches here next year. We'll see though. Um, you know, Kershaw's already said, you know, when you're at home, you're a stay-at-home dad, you know, perspective changes and all the rest, and he's right. And Clayton Kershaw, by the way, doesn't need to prove anything anymore to anyone. He's got his ring. He pitched well enough in the postseason to change the narrative. He's the Hall of Famer. He's got the Cy Youngs. He's got the ERA titles. He's going to waltz into Cooperstown on the first ballot. He doesn't need to prove anything more. He doesn't have to do shit at this point. If he wants to come back, great. But if he doesn't want to, he can retire and go into the Hall of Fame class of 2028 right now, right? Andrew Heaney, free agent. Anderson, Tyler Anderson, uh, Joey Gallo. Yeah, what a joke that guy is. Martin, uh, Canley, David Price, they're all free agents, you know? They're all free agents. And we know what kind of a spark plug Trey Turner is at the top of the order. Are they going to give him a ton of money? You know, are they going to give him a six to eight year deal and 200 million? Because that's what he's going to command. The Dodgers have a $16 million team option on Justin Turner. Includes a $2 million buyout. They have a decision to make on Bellinger. He's arbitration eligible for one more year after making $17 million last year. Tough choices. Dodgers didn't expect to be thinking about so soon, right? They didn't. It's been a disappointing, disappointing season for the Dodgers. They won all those games. Nothing to show for it. And you know what? Even at the very least, even it would be disappointing still, but at the very least, make the NLCS. You know, that way you're like still in the final four. So maybe there's a little bit to hang on to. Like, oh yeah, you know, we didn't reach our ultimate goal, but hey, they were so close. They were in the final four. Some people can still use that and be like, all right, they still made the final. I wouldn't, but at the very least, make the freaking LCS. My God, you know, the most wins without making the LCS, the Dodgers, number one all time in 2022. 111 wins, man. Again. Since 1969, when the LCS was instituted, the most wins in the regular season without making the LCS, Dodgers with 111 in 2022. They lead the way. Giants, 107 just last year, 2021. They lost in the NLDS. Dodgers again in 2019. Again, this Dodger team, they've done it multiple times, man, with with with, with huge amount of wins, right? 106 wins in 2019, loss in the NLDS. The 2022 New York Yankees, uh, excuse me, the 2022, the 2002 New York Yankees with 103 wins, lost in the ALDS that year to the uh, Angels. That was back when uh, Mike Sosha and the Angels had Joe Torre's number, right? It was the only team 
against the Yankees uh, in, in, in that time period. They had a winning record against them, right? And they beat them in the playoffs in 2002. They beat them again in 2005. Um, you know, that was back when, you know, the post-dynasty time, uh, after they went to their final World Series in 2001, lost Arizona in seven games, heartbreaker, 9-11, all that stuff. Um, you know, the Yankees then uh, started to make some moves that weren't really great. Uh, they weren't good for the team. Bringing in guys like Rondell White, John Vanderwall, they eventually bring in Gary Sheffield, uh, everybody, Cashman Torrey and, 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 and George Steinberg, they all wanted, they all wanted uh, Jason Giambi. Right, uh, Brian Cashman was told after the 2003 season where uh, you know they should have lost to the Red Sox in the ALCS. The Red Sox were the better team. Grady Little leaves Pedro in. The Yankees rally. Pay, uh, a Posada with the, the, the blue the blue pit there to center. Uh, you know the Yankees pull one out of their ass. Aaron Boone hits a home run off Tim Wakefield in the 11th inning in the bottom uh, frame. Okay, that's all nice and dandy. Well, after 2003, the Yankees uh, were going for the World Series. Um, you know you didn't have Andy Pettit anymore. That was a big deal. Well, guess what? Brian Cashman was given the keys to the kingdom. That was the start of the absolute downfall of the Yankees since. The only thing that they've done since that point with their resources and with their payroll and with all the shit in between that they had, the only thing that the Yankees have done is win the World Series in 2009 when they spent $435 million on A.J. Burnett and on Mark Teixeira and on CeCe Sabathia. Right? Sabathia was a great Yankee. Burnett was, at times, a really good Yankee, but not really a sustainable Yankee. Mark Teixeira was great defensively at first base, but, you know, choked in the beginning of a lot of regular seasons and choked a lot in the playoffs. Um, 2009 was the year that they could show, uh, you know, hey, look, look, the money paid off. But guess what? It wasn't sustainable. It wasn't sustainable with any of those contracts. Burnett, Teixeira, Teixeira got paid $180 million. It wasn't sustainable, right? The Yankees, Brian Cashman, 2004, hey, Keys to the kingdom. Go do it. Go go fix the pitching staff. Oh, well, yeah. You know what he did? He went out and got Jarrett Wright, Javi Vasquez, and Kevin freaking Brown. <clears throat> really? Really? You couldn't have just signed Andy Pettit, convinced him? I mean, uh, later on, they ended up bringing Pettit back on all those one-year deals anyway. Uh, uh, one-year deals uh, anyway. They, 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 they just should have signed Pettit to a long-term deal at that point, made him a lifelong Yankee, had him, you know, go down in the history books with Whitey Ford and company. But instead, you know, they let him walk. He goes to Houston. Then they end up getting him back. What's the difference anyway? Oh, well, there's a partially, uh, there's a little bit of an injured ligament there in his elbow. Yeah, well, guess what? All the scans came back on Masahiro Tanaka, and he, you know, had the partial UCL strain. He, he pitched with that the whole time when he was a Yankee, right? Andy Pettit, that little blip in, in, in the scan caused you to not bring him back. My God, if they have Andy Pettit, they probably win the World Series in 2004. They certainly don't lose four in a row to Boston in the postseason. But it's these kinds of things, these kinds of moves um, that, that hurt a team. Baseball's parity has been unbelievably greater than the NFL when you look at the postseason. The regular season, probably not. But the, but the postseason, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Because you think about the Patriots dynasty over 20 years. Right? You think of other teams. How many teams have gone to repeated conference championships? Blah, blah, blah. The Packers are always there. The Saints were always there. The Seahawks were always there. Right? We had Colts, Ravens, Steelers. Right? Baseball parity has been, I think, a heck of a lot more than, than the NFL. And the Dodgers have learned that this year. You know? Get in the dance. It, you know? The regular season doesn't matter. You know? They lost to the Padres. <laughs> you know? They have nothing to show for the regular season. Nothing. And now you got all these free agent decisions. I'm assuming Dave Roberts will be back as manager. But again, when you spend 250 to $300 million on payroll every single year, all the resources, you're smart as hell in the front office with Andrew Freeman and company, right? You've got the scouting department. You've got all this sort of thing. You've been in the dance a million times. You've won a million division titles. Hey, 
come on, three pennants in one in one title in like nine, ten years. I, that does just doesn't cut it for me. You know, doesn't cut it. And you know what? If you don't win another pennant, fine, but you got to win one more World Series in there. I mean, you you know, you've knocked on the door enough to have the numbers tilt in your favor to win more. That's just all there is to it. I very rarely say, well, they should, they should, they should, they should. But when you're there that many times, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're a great example of this too, right? They knocked on the door a million ways to Sunday for years and years and years. Could never do it. Remember that awful loss to the Blue Jackets in the playoffs and all that? Then they got tougher. They brought in some, you know, the right people. They go to three straight Stanley Cups. All of a sudden, those conference losses that they had before conference final losses, they don't look as bad because the overall resume you see the conference championship appearances, but you also have Stanley Cup championships to put right alongside that now, right? They lost in the Cup final this year to Colorado, but they were in it for a third straight time. They won the previous two, right? So that loss, if you're a Lightning fan, sure, it stings a little bit, but you just won two. And all those other disappointing conference championship losses now don't look as bad. They're not as heartbreaking because you have won. You know, they, they knocked on the door enough times to where they won two, went back to a third in a row, lost to Colorado, but still that looks better because you have the two previous. The Dodgers need more of what the Lightning have. That's all there is to it. And I don't know how they're going to get there. Obviously, you got to get back to the grind. You got to win the regular season. You got to get into the postseason and then make it count. But this season was a complete and utter disappointment for the LA Dodgers. Thanks for listening to the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Burn Dairy, Bowers and Company CPAs, and Carvel of North Syracuse. Hey, if you're in and around Central New York, stop by Carvel today and get the delicious ice cream cakes for any occasion. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to myhottub.com and Ken's Auto Detailing. Go get your car detailed, man. It's in Cicero if you're in and around Central New York. I'm telling you, when you drive your car off the lot, it feels like a brand new vehicle. You can get the chrome coating for winter. It lasts multiple years. Trucks, vans, SUVs, cars, tractor trailers, uh, motorcycles, you name it. Ken's Auto Detail, uh, uh, Ken's Auto Detailing is getting it done. The official detail house of the ML Sports Platter. Hey, hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mike L Sports. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Did you know that my hot tub came from global leaders in the hot tub industry and their hot tub did not? That's a fact. Look it up. Did you know that my hot tub was built in the United States with the highest standard of quality control? Yeah, their hot tub is out of control. Did you know that my hot tub has factory direct pricing, comes with customer service support seven days a week, has an extensive warranty, and offers free shipping to your home, and came with an incredible financing plan? Yep, you guessed it. Sorry, their hot tubs simply don't. When it comes time for you to choose the right hot tub for you and your family, remember, there's my hot tub, and there's their hot tub. Smart shoppers choose My Hot Tub every time. MyHotTub.com. Experience the difference in person and visit their showroom in Destiny, USA, or visit them online at MyHotTub.com. Why go with their hot tub when you can go with My Hot Tub? MyHotTub.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.